Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Welcome everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing Radio and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics with ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has produced medical miracles for thousands of people. Discover how you can preserve your energy when working with others as a healer or coach with Safe Healing at scientifichealer.com. You know, too many people hold themselves back from success. What do I mean by success? It could be financially free for some, or writing a book for another, or having a successful relationship, or even being healthy and fit until you're into your 90s and beyond. Not so surprising to those of us that understand the ebb and flow of energy between us and the rest of the world, the same things that cause you to live a long and healthy life are exactly the same things that help you become successful. I know for myself that I am, if I am not careful in taking care of myself, things just start to fall apart in all areas at once. Today, I am again accompanied by my fabulous guest host, Gwen Leppard. Hi, Gwen. Hi, Anastasia. I just love um, the topic of today's today's show, and I definitely notice how not paying attention to what I'm doing, you know, not doing my gratitude, not doing the practices that you share, my life starts getting difficult in areas, and not just specifically this area or that area, everything starts falling apart. And I've been experiencing it a lot lately. I've, I've had some fun places to push up against lately, and I also think that those people that are listening, you know, they... They need to know that all of the factors that go into being successful, healthy, and, and wealthy are are all the same, and it's a, it's a good reminder, so please share with us. Yes, and it isn't exactly what you might think. You know, most people think that to be healthy, you'll hear you need to exercise, you need to eat right, and stay lean, and get enough sleep, and drink water, and avoid all the bad stuff like smoking and recreational drugs. But those factors are actually last on the list for, uh, for what needs to be working right in order to be successful. That's so true. But it seems that modern medicine focuses on, you know, that's what they focus on. And uh, just like business practices that you put in place, if you don't work on yourself first, no practices, whether it's medicine or business or relationship, none of those practices are going to work very well. That's exactly right. I was just having this phone conversation just a few a few minutes ago with a person that teaches people how how to make phone sales and, you know, scripts them all out and everything. And that doesn't work energetically, at least not anymore. I think this is the old paradigm and we're shifting into something quite new. It's just like, you know, advertising doesn't work. But now, um, social proof and social media and recommendations are what people go on and that is a real paradigm shift but it's also an energetic shift 
because it starts to feel like you have to be really familiar with somebody before you'll do business with them or you'll meet them and you know you'll meet them you'll get to know them then you'll like them and then you work with them right yeah people want to work with who they know and like or think they know and like yeah, so, so one example is I have this very sweet client that paid a lot of money to learn how to have engaging conversations with potential clients. And she was in a real hurry to make all that money back because it was a big ticket and have a lot more comfort in her life. And she didn't have anything extra. She was putting, she was mortgaging everything on her credit cards, which is a high interest rate. And she wants to pay those off. So she has room to pay for her food and her necessities. And she gave several talks around town to advertise and set up hundreds of client conversations. Yeah, I, um, I've done exactly the same thing, and I have a feeling you're going to share with us uh, what happened in this case. Yeah, in this case, even though she had hundreds and hundreds of conversations over a period of four or five months, she only sold two clients a relatively small packages for what she was offering, and she was really, really disappointed. And she called me up in desperate need, and she goes, you know, I really need clients. <laughs> and I said, so is that what you're thinking when you dial the number? <laughs> and she goes, what? And I said, no, you can't say I really need client, because energetically what the person on the other end feels is, oh, that person just wants me for my money. <laughs> It's so true. I've, I've done exactly the same thing, gone to an event, have 33 things booked, and sold nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because, yeah, it's like, oh, I need these clients. And, and when you need something, it pushes it away. Yes, I know. And the needier you are, the more you push more people away. Like, I need human contact. I need a hug. And you just push yeah. everybody away. It's just really, really... I need someone to talk to. And everyone, you get everyone's voicemail and no one's responding to text. It's like, <laughs> need, need is like... It's a four-letter word. Last thing that, that, you, that you use. It's like, okay, I'm really open. Or what, what would you say instead? To, to, to bring in those clients or the relationships or the help, what, what, what wording and languaging and energy do we need instead? So I, I just booked a new client this morning, and as I chatted with him on the phone, my first thought was, can I help this client, and how can I help this client, and what, what can I do to help this client, rather than thinking about all, you know, that he's going to be worth some money to me, and... Um, and it's still my foremost thought, like I I offered to send him stuff for free just because I, I want him to get a head start before our first appointment. So my, th- all, my thought always when I get on the phone, I don't even think about money. And it was almost like an afterthought. Oh, oh, yeah, this is how I work with people. And he goes, oh, I'm so excited to get started, right? And I named my price and I said, are you ready for that? And he goes, yeah, let's, let's do it. I'm all in. (laughs) So, you know, right. So the sales conversation becomes really easy. You don't need to go through all the benefits and all of the, you know, and go through all the features and, you know, this is what's going to end up. And if money were no object, would you do that? And all those, like all of those 
cliche kinds of things that we've all been taught over the years and we've all paid thousands <laughs> thousands <Recipes>. right <laughs> the yeah all, all the all the recipes and i never found them working yeah I, I always I, found I, that if I just get on the phone, I go, hey, what's happening? How can I help you? What's going on? You know, and then I offered a lot of a lot of help, like, and then he asked, well, I, you know, I've never been to an energy healer before. What do you do? And then I explained it in really clear terms. And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm in on that. So uh, he says, I'm open and I'm in and I'm just going, that's really great. But if I use words that they don't get, then... <laughs> so yeah. right a confused mind doesn't buy exactly so really what you're doing is you're managing relationship here which is the number one factor in anyone's life it's not just your health but your wealth success and happiness you know people Absolutely. right and the first thing the first thing are that people really need to manage is their relationship or shift their relationship with themselves Yeah, so the list of factors that helps your your health, that's what I'm hearing you say, is also gives you a good indication of success? Yes, the exact same factors. People forget that we're multidimensional, meaning not only we're physical, but we're also spiritual, emotional, and mental. And we're actually more layers than that. And but these are the ones that that we operate in so it starts in the spiritual and it moves into the emotional and then the mental and then we're a physical manifestation of all of those things you know our thoughts our feelings our our beliefs and it's so true yes and these three different layers of energy are part of our physical being but yet here on in the physical plane that's all we seem to focus on true and and I'm sure you mean that relationships being the first and foremost important uh, important factor well you just said it, it includes the relationship with your with yourself that, exactly that's, that's really where we can start I mean we can try all we want to change others but if we don't change ourselves right so so here's here's what could happen it, this happened to me if you were criticized heavily as a child then doubts will pop up in that area you were criticized so when I was little, I was criticized, um, you know, I was scribbling with some crayons on, on a picture and I said to my mom, look, mom, I'm making art. And she looks at me, she goes, that's not art. That's just scribbling, you know, and then she brought me out an art book and she says, this is art, you know, showing me things like Van Gogh and Picasso. And um, I go, well, I must not know how to do art. So for the next 40 years, I never picked up a pencil and drew anything or anything like that until a lady said, you know, you really need to come to my art class. You know, you need the, uh, so a really good release. And I thought, well, and I brought her my graphs with squiggly lines on paper. And I said, well, this is my version of art. She goes, no, no, that's not what I mean. So I went to our art class and she didn't teach me how to draw. She taught me how to let go and just draw from whatever, from my emotions, from what I'm feeling and let go of all of the other thoughts and all this beautiful paintings came out and I'm going, wow, I didn't know I could do that. 
<laughs> yeah, your your work is beautiful. Well, thank you so much. So, yeah. right? And so we stop valuing what we can do. And I think everybody has the potential to create some sort of art, whether it's poetry or singing or dancing. I know that you like you love to dance or, or painting. And by suppressing that that thing, you know, being criticized by suppressing that thing, we don't value ourselves very well. And what'll happen with a healer, for example, I've spoken to many of them. They don't charge uh, people what their services are worth. You know, it's not uh, what you think they're worth. It's what the other person thinks they're worth. And I've spoken to many that only charge 50 to 75 an hour. And that does not pay the bills because, of course, the rest of the time you're involved in administration, you're involved in getting new clients, you're involved in advertising in some way. So there's a lot of a lot of spend in other directions so that 50 to 75 dollars an hour might end up to be 10 or 15 dollars an hour when it's all said and done. And I mean, really, it's the same as what you get flipping hamburgers. <laughs> exactly. Right. And it's a really valuable service. It's really valuable. So many people walk away with a, a, a complete shift in their thinking, a complete release of old things. I had one lady. I did a I did a relationship healing on her. And uh, she said stuff that she'd hung on to for 15 years uh, was just let go in one fell swoop. And the amount of relief and change she felt was dramatic. And that was just a 15-minute session I had with her. Yeah, I had a, um, a, a student on, on my call um, last week where I'm, I'm teaching about the energy clearing. And he said that years, literally years of anger just dropped off of him, just in, in a matter of a couple of minutes, yeah, and, a, a piece that I was I was teaching, and yeah, I had one lady with that. that. That's you know, we're helping people down to their core, and exactly people that are charging fifty, seventy five dollars an hour. They're not they don't have healthy respect. They're devaluing themselves, so they're not very effective. Right, and there's even a there's even a deeper problem in that, and that's the laws of energy in the universe are clear, and they're exact that uh, that there needs to be a balance, energy out and energy in. Otherwise, you end up depleted. So these healers yep. are depleting themselves. And what will happen is that your actions and therefore what you're doing is is energy and money is energy. So the amount, the dollar amount needs to be in line with the services rendered. Otherwise, the balance gets gets thrown off and the resulting energy exchange let's say healing it doesn't really take like i've done absolutely i i I went through a period of time where i totally devalued myself and from what i was charging when you met me to to like 60 dollars an hour or for a session and i was working with a client because i had the had to have a client i needed the client and that was what he said he could afford it took him a year and a half to get results that I get in less than thir- less than three months now, and and some people to get it almost immediately because now I charge what the the value that that I'm where I'm at now, and I feel much more congruent. 
I'm not exhausted and, and I look forward to working with my clients instead of dreading, oh, I have to get on this call and call us all these charges. Yeah. Why did I? Why did I let it be so little? Yeah, and I even worked with me for years. Yeah, but he could have had the results so much faster. I know, and that that it's and all those sixty dollars that he was paying, he could have paid like four times that much and been done in three months. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly, and I, I've done some charity cases where nothing happened. Literally, nothing yeah. happened. So, and so, you know, it doesn't take and you're drained because you're spending your time and it's a, it's a kind of a, a waste to do that. So yeah. a, another example, and this has nothing to do with healing, nothing. This is a, a business program and I was just at an event that was very expensive to participate in and to... Uh, promote that particular event that organizer ran a contest and he gave out two scholarships and each scholarship was worth ten thousand dollars and the people that paid for the event fully participated and used the resulting materials that they got out of it whether it was you know a, a talk that they created or it was a speech or whether it was a sales presentation didn't matter whatever they got out of it they optimized it fully and the people that were scholarshiped into the program almost did nothing with what they're given it's a it's it's a, it reminded me it's a little like winning the lottery the winners you know they win 2 million dollars yep. and within a year or two they're back to ground zero right where they started or an even worse debt yeah some of them it's, it's yeah. crazy cuz it, 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 they feel like it's not earned right exactly so so this is really this the story i'm trying to tell is not charging enough is doing everybody a disservice not only the client that you're working with but you're doing yourself a disservice and that's why so many healers that i speak to always say i can't take on more than one or two or three clients at a time and that's because their energy is being depleted because it's not being replenished by by being paid appropriately whether it's another service in return because i've done service for service trades or whether it's uh getting the money absolutely and i I really appreciate you bringing the awareness to that And, and you did mention some other factors too would you share those with us yes so there's seven other factors and but first before we go into the seven other factors let's get into the latter half of the relationship puzzle it's not just your relationship with yourself but it's your relationship with other people we are designed all of our energy systems in the body are designed to interact with others we are designed as social creatures particularly um, well for both near and distant interactions we can receive other people's emotions intentions thoughts prayers And we also carry some of those things around with us when we interact with people for a very long time, especially if a relationship is challenging or even over. So a challenging relationship like my my mom, and I know you have mom issues, my mom was a challenge. She was a hurt child and she carried this into adulthood even though 
she wanted to do better than what she got when she was little. She wanted to do way better. And um, some of her actions were difficult to interpret until much later in her life. And right before she died, um, I got to understand her really well. I mean, I forgave her, not only forgave her, but thanked her for all the things that she did for me. You know, but that relationship was really, really difficult. And I cleared all of that um, difficulty, all that relationship baggage that I carried around for years and years. And it stopped affecting me. And how it affected me was that I kept finding people that had some of the same characteristics as my mom and kept trying to live it out and solve it, even though it was subconscious, right? You're not aware of doing it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't um I didn't marry my dad. I married my mom. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my my former husband had an incredible rage, incredible incredible rage, and and the outburst happened constantly. And I've just recently been able to actually start expressing rage, which for years I just couldn't do it. It's like it was other people's to carry, but yet I was carrying their rage and and like in the relationship clearing when every time that I give back um, the other person's energy it frees up so much of my own energy and I get that from from clients and and the students as well that whenever um, we do the exchange of energy it's like wow and tears come to people's eyes it's like they have no idea one what it feels like to get your own energy back but even more so how much lighter you are when you're not carrying somebody else's energy or their rage or their emotions or whatever it is that you said, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to help you out here. Like they needed our help. Right. Well, you know, so, right. So, so I'm going, yeah. So energetically what that means is that we have our own personal frequencies and that's just like when you are on a swing, for example, the swing um, period of the swing, the natural rhythm of the swing is based on the length of the chain to the, to the seat, yep. right? It's based on the length. And there's a natural period. And if you try to push at a different speed, you can't swing. It just stops you. So if the natural um, swinging is one second this way, one second that way. So now if you try to push it at one third second, and try and make that happen, it will never happen. You'll just be sitting still at the bottom. And so that's one way to imagine. Another one is to imagine that you've got a very still pond and you just put one, drop one stone in it. You watch the ripples go out. Which are beautiful and concentric. Right, and just flow out beautifully. But now if if you dump a whole bunch of stones in the pond, it's a total mess. It's chaos. Exactly. And so many people are carrying chaos in their energy field and in their emotions and their heart. And and what it does stuff. is it lowers your energy. Yeah. You don't have the amplitude that you had before. So lowers your exactly. it lowers the, the power that you have in, in life. So fortunately, cleaning up all that old relationship baggage is really easy to do. It takes very little time, and the results are absolutely magical. So, um, you know, I, I did a relationship clearing on a coach that had um, 
that had a 30-year business. And in the previous six months, she had no new clients and uh, her money was running out really fast. And she didn't know what was going on. And we narrowed it down to a divorce that she had had that she thought she had worked through, but there was still some relationship baggage. We cleared that up and the next three hours she got six new clients. You know, it's in this, wow. and this happens really frequently. Um, another case uh, was a woman who had been estranged from her husband for a year and she was still not sure whether she should divorce him or not because they had two young children. And um, as I cleared up her energy, I said, yeah, it, uh, it needs to at the moment, you need to be separated at the moment. You don't necessarily need to be divorced, but let's clean up that, that you know, creep that poopy, creepy energy that's going on between you. So I cleaned that all up and he had happened to be out for the afternoon with the, with the two kids. And he came back two hours later, all smiles and brought her a big bouquet of flowers. So she, she said, he never does that. That was like the first time that he did that. And that's when the peace started to come into that relationship. So things happen. Like I have hundreds of stories like that where peace happens um, stalkers stop stalking and, you know, people get new business. Their business starts climbing like crazy. I had one lady whose business went up by a factor of six. <laughs> so, you know, it's just really amazing what happens with these uh, relationship factors. But right now, um, it's time for a brief break. And then we'll come back and talk about some of the other seven factors that really make a huge impact on your success. That sounds great. And thanks for sharing all those success stories. Oh, awesome. You're welcome. So I want to remind all of our listeners that you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. And today my marvelous guest host is Gwen Leppard. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into scientific healing and success and how you can get it too. My dream of making a difference in people's lives started with a question. Four years ago, as part of a writing exercise, I was asked, what would you do if money were no object? Ever heard that one? As I sat with pen poised over paper, about to write, a big voice startled me. It wasn't audible, it was just there. You are going to impact global health. Now that idea was foreign to me as I'm a physicist and one of the world's experts on vibrations and materials, having spoken at 30 institutions in 12 countries around the world on this topic. Since then, I created hundreds of medical miracles with energy medicine. The problem is, I'm often looked at as someone who lures people away from conventional medical care, often labeled a quack. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this kind of story. While conventional medicine is a miracle for so many, it can't do everything. It's expensive and can create other problems. Energy medicine can pick up the slack just like when I helped a man with a traumatic brain injury. He had been rushed to the hospital and stabilized, but there in a coma. Although he was still alive due to the miraculous work of his doctors, he was expected to die due to the severity of his head injuries. 
I used my scientifically based energy protocols on him, which saved his life. This joint effort healed him and put him back together better than ever. Imagine the incredible potential for helping people if doctors understood energy medicine and what is possible. There are weaknesses in energy medicine and they include that it's unregulated. Many healers cross ethical boundaries. They don't know basic physiology, physics, or biochemistry, or even how energy medicine works. So bridging the gap between conventional alternative and energy medicine becomes impossible because we simply can't understand each other. Join me, Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, in this mission at Scientific Healers Academy, where you get to fill in your gaps. You rebel doctors, teachers, and healers, let's remove the word incurable from our vocabulary. For more information, send me a message at scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or texting me at 310-692-4036. That's scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or texting me at 310-692-4036. Let's impact global health together like never before. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processing processes that open up your intuition, your inner guidance system, and help you to heal yourself and other clients. Go to scientifichealer.com to connect to find out about the programs that could work for you. Before the break, we were talking with my guest host, Gwen Leppard, about success and how success in life is governed by the same factors as success in good health. Let's continue this conversation. Yeah, Anastasia, we talked in length about the relationship to oneself and relationship to others and how these are so important to your overall success and happiness in life. Yeah, it's really about the that connection that you make with that other person, where they're at, where you're at, and your intentions and what that relationship is all about. Like, um, you know, my my relationship with my mom really healed, especially um, in the last six years of her life, and. Um, you know, I, I got to learn about her, know her, and respect her in ways that I, I didn't think were possible, you know, 20 years prior to that. And my intention always with my mom was to show her the respect and the love and the kindness because she was my mom, even though sometimes it was a big challenge. <laughs> those, those are important, the, you know, love, respect, and being able to be connected with someone that you know is so important to us and, and actually having a relationship instead of uh, being distant yes and and, and I and I also so important right and I also had a good example which was the relationship with my daughter um, you know having my daughter is firstborn like I am and having that close relationship with her and being able to to feel you know to feel that that really amazing mother daughter thing i kept trying to recreate it with my mom and she was a different person she couldn't do that so i had to stop try to making her her something different and just accept her the way she was 
because I wouldn't be here that's, without her. That's that's, yeah, that's a really good nugget. Accepting our parents as they are. <laughs> I, I know that we, we, I really want to move on to the next factor. Is, uh, okay, awesome. So the next factor is a safe career, you know, safe work environment and a successful career, one that fulfills you. And so what I mean by a safe environment is that it it's not toxic. It's not filled with toxic people. It's not filled with toxic chemicals. And then you also feel fulfilled by the work that you do, at least like you're part of something important. And, you know, some people think that it's got to be something really enormous, like, you know, heal the world or, you know, be the president of the United States of America or, you know, run an amazing company like Apple doesn't have to be that. It can be uh, cleaning someone's home or serving tables or picking up the garbage because they're all part of a successful society. And, you know, if... If this is a work that, you know, even though picking up garbage isn't exactly fun, but if it's work that supports your family and, you know, uh, puts food on the table and gives you a home, it's valuable work. And uh, And there might be people that actually enjoy doing that. Yeah, some, because they're, it's not like, you know, as a scientist, I would have, I would take my work home and I ate, breathed and, uh, and smelled and I did all all of the things that were 24-7 to do with science and this is work that you can just stop when you stop and some people like that and I don't even know what that's like (laughs) 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 so um you know entrepreneur right isn't isn't it better people feel valued and are fulfilled by what they do Yes, I I think so. And um, when people sometimes are entrepreneurs and they're doing like little services like, oh, printing business cards or something like that, and it feels like it's just to make money, then it doesn't feel good. But it feels really good when you do a good job and the person that gets them are really happy and that's going to make them succeed. Then you're just part you're just part of the, the whole process of improving the world. And, you know, even though my career as a scientist was highly successful and I published many uh, cutting edge papers and I gave um, in my scientific career 3000 talks, which included a lot of lectures and talks presented all over the world at several universities in 12 to 15 different countries and so on. Even though I did all that, I still feel like I have a bigger impact with what I'm doing right now because of the message right because <clears throat> fantastic right and th- what i did yeah. then was small in comparison to how many people have read my book or listened to my radio broadcasts yeah that's super marvelous yeah so so the third the third thing that's really important for people's spirits is expressing yourself in creative ways do you feel oppressed and squelched showing how you feel? Like a lot of people just simply don't ever express themselves. And when I was younger, I was extremely shy. I didn't hold back in artwork 
you know, some kind of creative endeavor, but I didn't, I didn't show it to anybody and I didn't open up. And so, so writing and singing and drawing or anything artistic is, is almost like a direct subconscious link to our emotions. And by expressing ourselves creatively freely Um, And it can be uh, cooking, decorating your house, fashion design, graphic design, detailing your car or motorcycle. Noel was telling me yesterday that one of his acquaintances in his, you know, he rides in a group of a bunch of motorcyclists and they spent thousands of dollars getting his motorcycle all decked out with, you know, beautiful flames, purple flames over it and um, all the chrome is really nicely done, and it looks like a show bike. But he doesn't enter it into shows. But he loves riding this decked-out bike because it's a piece of art, right? <laughs> and it's his Got art. It. <laughs> and it's like having a sculpted body, beautiful enough to be a fitness model or bodybuilder, but you don't enter any contests because it's your own piece of art. If you've ever listened to a bodybuilder, oh, that muscle right there, that's a little small here. Let me pump it up. Let me do this kind of exercise (laughs) that I'll pump it up. And I'm going, wow, these guys really pay attention to detail like their body is a piece of art. (laughs) Absolutely. And and it's not important. The contest isn't what's important. It's being able to express themselves. Right. Or or is it both important? Right. And so... um, you know, and a lot of times the reason why we hold back is because other people have ridiculed us at one time or another. And it's just like when my mom was telling me, look, I'm making art. And she goes, oh, that's not art. And the way she said it, it was really cutting. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, a, oh, um, that's a great picture, sweetheart. Here, let me show you how some other artists do it. Maybe we can learn how to do it better. No, it was, right. that's not art. <laughs> You know, it was really awful. <laughs> so, exactly. And, um, and so, so I, I know other people who've gotten criticized like that or, you know, are afraid to sing yeah. even, you know, are afraid to sing yeah. because they think. Yeah, I have, that, I have, a, I have a singing story. I, I had someone tell me that uh, I was in a, a church choir and, um, we all had colds. We all sounded horrible, but I was the shortest, so I was right in front of the microphone. And the the choir leader took me and said, "Gwen, your ministry is your smile." And she took me so that I was in front, of, not in front of the microphone, but out on the edge of the stage, so that I, my singing wouldn't go anywhere near the microphone. <laughs> yeah. And what she told me was that I sounded so terrible that she couldn't have me anywhere near a microphone. And the fact that it that I actually ended up being able to be in radio and and be able to use my voice for a living for years, um, it, I, I wasn't sure I'd even be able to open up the mic because I had that trauma and was so squelched, and I rarely sing. So I can, but I still rarely sing because of that experience. Well, I remember when you stood up in front of a, a group of 400, 500 people and you you actually sang for the first time in front of all these people. And it took a little yeah, bit for you to true. get to get the guts up to do it, but you did it. It's true, I did do that. I, <laughs> I had somebody clear my voice at that point. Oh, tell us more. Tell us more, Anastasia. 
yeah so so we've covered so we've covered three so number four is your spiritual connection and here i'm not really talking about religion because religion um, a lot of religion contains dogma and lots of rules and regulations and all those rules and regulations a lot of times don't have a connection with what reality is like sometimes even people will walk up to me and saying i must be connected with the devil because i'm doing the devil's work and i'm going wow i make people feel better i heal them and that's the devil i don't think so <laughs> yeah. wow i know and i'm going this when, is when things aren't understood yeah right the well well, they used to think in Galileo's day, they used to think that the um, earth was the center of the universe. And if you said the sun was the center of the universe, you were a heretic. And because Galileo was a very religious man, he actually sequestered himself for observing that Jupiter had satellites and that Venus had phases. So therefore, it had to have been closer to the sun than we are. So... So he was a her you know, he was considered a heretic for scientific fact, right? Right. <laughs> and his his discovery of of gravity and his discovery of of um, motion, you know, frictionless motion and also the heavenly bodies. He made four major discoveries in in the um, up in the heavens, including that the, you know, they used to say that the heavenly bodies were perfect. They were perfectly spherical. And he turned um, my, a telescope on the moon and found it had craters. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and the sun had spots. <laughs> so there were a lot of problems with, with the heavenly bodies not being the way the church people um, dictated it was supposed to be. So, um, so I'm not talking about that kind of religion. What I'm talking about is a spirituality, meaning that we are spiritual beings and that we never, we don't die. We just transform when the physical body gives out, we transform into something else and yeah. that there are spirits on the other side that are helping us every day, you know, like many religions believe in guardian angels and uh, in the orthodox religion when you are baptized you are assigned a guardian angel and they also believe that when you're about to die your ancestors gather around you to help you cross the bridge between the living and the you know the the hereafter the world afterward so so yeah. there's a lot of and there's a truth in that that you know, there is a truth in that because we got to see that when my mom was dying. My my daughter said there were about 200 spirits surrounding her. And, well, and that, that's, that's a whole other show that we could go into. And, and Yes. And I, but I, I know that there's there's eight factors. We don't have time to cover them all. No. That, you know, all these factors that, you know, that matter in your life for health and, and wealth, happiness, success. Exactly. So please share with us where we can find the others. Yes, yeah, so let's just finish up the the spirituality piece. So I just want to say the one thing okay. is that spirituality allows you to let go. In other words, the ah. only thing that you can control is yourself. So you can let go of all the circumstances around you. You can let go of all the people. You don't have to make them behave a certain way. 
you don't have to have a particular outcome. In other words, you you um, say, you, you know, in other words, I, I'm always like when I was going through the worst part of my divorce from my alcoholic ex-husband, um, I would just have to ask myself every few minutes, am I okay right now? And then I would hear the answer, yes, you are okay right now. I just kept asking, am I okay right now? And that's what got me through was it allowed me to let go, just let go and be in the moment for that day. I'm okay right at this moment. Nothing's happening. Bad is happening to me. Because we end up with all of these fears and fear is one of those, one of those things that stops us in our success track. The fear of failure, the fear of not being okay, the fear of being discovered that you are a fraud, the fear of, you know, people, a lot of people think they're frauds, right? So there's these fears that keep coming in. And we're designed to be fearful because that is what allowed us to survive against a saber-toothed tiger. But we don't have saber-toothed tigers here. (laughs) It's true. I'm so glad you finished that piece. I, I just wanted to make sure that we had enough time to get it all, all the information out to people. Uh, yes, we just have a couple minutes left. So um, I just completed a major article, and then I am publishing it on my website at scientifichealer.com, and you just click on the Articles tab, and it should be the first thing that pops up. I'm hoping to get that out pretty soon. It's really long, and it contains a lot of this. And even better, I'm going to do, be doing a five-day success challenge where you get five actionable steps and healings to help you with your success. It's about 15 minutes a day, and you'll get a lesson and some brief homework assignment to help you in your thinking. And you can sign um, up right off the front page of my website. There'll be a banner on the top or at scientifichealer.com forward slash success. And the first success challenge is going to be offered on September 25th. And I am going to go then the next five days and lead you through some of these uh, issues and help you with your success and your energetic um, interactions and relationships. So I'm a, I, yeah. I'm really I'm excited about this. I'm really excited because what I want to do is empower more people to take charge of their health and also empower more healers to have a bigger impact, right? To have a bigger impact because we need more healers. There are 800,000 doctors in this country and there's only a fraction of healers and we tend to be, um, you know, relegated to the lunatic fringe and we hide and we don't reveal who we are. And I think that we need to be out loud and proud, right? Absolutely, and I, I know that you talked with, um, you spoke at Harvard recently about creating the bridge between the conventional medicine and the energy medicine. So that bridge is, is, is starting to be created because of your talk and because you're doing the work you are, there is need for more healers that are ready for success. So yeah. scientifichealer.com slash success is a really good starting point. Just a five-day challenge, so simple, 15 minutes a day. I mean, anyone can do this. Right, and the pro- and the thing is that um, healing is left-brained. It's just almost completely left-brained. But I lived in the right-brained world of science for a really long time, so it allows Isn't me to... Isn't it the other way around? Isn't it the other way around? Well, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. 
it's the other way around. Okay. I'm thinking left hand yeah. and right okay. hand. So left hand right. is okay. up. You're thinking the hands. Got right. It. So it's your right brain is the creative part of you, and that's healing. Healing is highly creative. It's done through. It's done through you and not by you. Whereas science is uh, right-handed, left-brained. It's done all with a lot of logic and everything. So I operated in that really logical world for a very long time. And so I create a lot of if-thens for me. And that's what I, I like to teach. And it allows me to create that bridge between the two worlds. The, the um left brain physical world versus the right brained healing world and that's uh that's what I, I love to do because i i have straddled both worlds for most of my life <laughs> yeah you're you're a wonderful bridge i'm i'm oh thank you you're doing you're doing thank you so much Gwen. okay so we need to sign off thank you so much gwen i so appreciate you you are a great guest host for me I really enjoy working with you, Anastasia, and you're working. It, it, we're getting it out there. Yes, so we far. are. So thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for our wonderful guest host, Gwen Leppard. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com to download a powerful Wake Up Your Brain healing audio. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now take a deep breath and release it slowly before you go about your day.